Hey there, lovely listener. Welcome to the Confidence Connection Podcast, your cozy corner for faith-powered confidence chats that are down to earth as your favorite pair of jeans. I'm Ashley Henriot, your go-to conversation partner for this fun, faith-filled journey. Now, we're not here for the holier-than-thou vibes, but to keep it real and relatable. Life's already a bit too serious, right? So why not sprinkle in some humor and some practical faith wisdom? I'm so excited that you chose to listen to the Confidence Connection podcast. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget to leave a rating, a review, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and anywhere you listen so you never miss an episode and you get to hang out with your girl every Tuesday. But before we jump into today's aha moments, I want to personally invite you to our inner circle, a gathering of bold women ready to bring Jesus into their businesses, their homes, and relationships. It's more than a community. It's a confidence revolution. Just swing by ashleyhenryout.com to grab your spot. I'm saving you a seat. Welcome back to the Confidence Connection Podcast. What was known once as Confidence Coffee, and then before that, Motherhood Unfiltered, and then before that, Imperfect Marriage, and then before that, Imperfect. Okay, I didn't say I was perfect at doing this, okay? I just go, and then the Lord you know, pulls back the strings, but here we are. It is the confidence connection. And I am so excited to be here. I am so excited to be on with you and connect in community to Christ. That's not corny. I'm so glad to have you back on the confidence connection podcast. If you don't know, I'm Ashley Henriot, your host, and we're diving deep into the soothing topic of autumn reflections. Now stay with me, okay? Because we're not just talking about leaves or pumpkin spice. Embracing change. And if anybody hates change, it's me. But I've learned on this journey to Christ, there will be a lot of it. And I want to show you in a practical way how to embrace that. Together, I want to uncover the beauty of seasonal change and how it can inspire, encourage, and help your personal growth and transformation. Now, we as Christians like to say, this is your season. It's not your season. And you're probably thinking, what are they talking about? Like winter, fall, summer, spring? Well, kind of, but figuratively. But I want to tie in as we go into winter and it being the fall, that we need to prepare for those bear seasons And how do we do so in a content, peaceful, and joyful way? See, autumn is a season of transformation. The leaves are falling off the trees. They're turning different, beautiful colors. There start to be a chill in the air. Maybe you're getting sick. I know we are. Pray for us. But listen, the season always reminds me, Ecclesiastics 3.1, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. How can we apply this with wisdom practically? And you know, I'm a practical kind of girl. When change comes knocking, embrace it with open arms. You're making room for new experiences, new wisdom, and new personal growth. Even new relationships are ones 
that have been rocky that have the potential and the opportunity to grow in this season. Now, while we talk about these moments of change, when it feels unexpected, and it does most of the time, it feels like a plot twist in our lives. And sometimes it's just a matter of time and perspective. Now, I want to dive into some practical tools and strategies in navigating these changes. So it's fall. I love fall. If you didn't know by now, I love fall. I love the smell of fall. I love that I get to put on my sweaters and my boots and go pick out pumpkins with my kids and go to the market and get apple butter. But I don't like pumpkin spice. Yeah, I know. It's a terrible confession, but I don't. I think one time years and years ago, I was like a big pumpkin spice coffee, but then the coffee. I don't love it, but I've grown to kind of like stronger coffee over the years. Maybe it's an age thing, but I love everything else fall. And maybe you do too. Okay. Fall is about change. It's about embracing new season of an equally beautiful season as spring and summer. And it reminds me of Ecclesiastics 3.1. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. I believe this is God's way of saying that change is part of our journey. Imagine that you're sitting next to a crackling fire or a bonfire outside. Some of my favorite things to do in fall is to sit outside in my backyard with my kids, gathered around a fire, eating s'mores. I want you guys to remember a story, but the story of Simon Peter. We all know it. We learned it in Sunday school about Peter walking on water. He had to step out of his comfort zone. He had to embrace the change. Sometimes, most of the time, we need to use our faith to navigate and embrace that change. Now, I love fallen leaves, but they can be pesky because we're the ones that have to shovel them up in big piles just for our kids to jump in, which by the way, I still do. It's super fun, okay? But regardless, we have to pile these up. And we all know the struggle of raking them up probably every single day, depending on where you live. And it can be messy, especially when our kids jump in it or me, and very tiring. But the leaves that are falling are obviously a part of the process of change. And instead of looking at the fact that we are having to rake these leaves every day, let's look at the fact that we are creating these pile of leaves that are not only beautiful and smell good, because I love the smell of fall, but to jump in to embrace and be excited about, to create memories and connect in the present with our children. One time last year, I tried to take up baking for fall. Okay. We live in a townhouse. And so I wanted to try to adjust to not having as much space outside. And so I tried to bake an apple pie. I was so excited because where we used to live, we went to like these 
lame pumpkin patches where they had to buy the pumpkins out somewhere else and like put them in a field. Okay. And we took a hayride, but we live in such a beautiful place now that truly is like pumpkin patches and apple orchards. And I remember when I did that in Michigan, we would pick apples. It was like one of my fondest memories out of all the trauma and the bad. I had this positive memory and I get to share it with my kids. And now we do it every year since we've lived in Virginia and we go and we pick these apples. And so I attempted last year to make an apple pie. I started peeling the apples. I peeled my thumb instead. It taught me, be careful how you peel apples or just let your husband who's super good at baking, bake the apple pie. So I started the podcast in fall. I recently just went through a season of change. I'm still going through a season of change. And if you're somebody who is from a childhood of trauma, change can be extremely difficult because our security is in consistency. It's in things staying the same. But with Jesus, things aren't the same. Oneness and sameness isn't the same. We're going to face trials and we're going to face change, but it's in our oneness with Christ that we can embrace that change because we know ultimately that he's in control. And it has taken me a long time to be able to embrace and process change. I like familiarity. I like controlled systems and structures, but I learned that God allowed me to go through change and transformation because it made me stronger to face my traumas, to face my fears, and to embrace that God is ultimately in control and that change is not only good for my future, but it's good for my character. Change gives us the ability to create endurance. And the Bible says that endurance is what builds our character. And our character is vital because our character comes from the place of the heart, which is the innermost parts of who we are, which is where Jesus lives. And when our seasons of change maybe don't look like fall leaves, right, or apple pies that we're baking or pumpkin spice lattes, and they look like hell, and it looks like issues keep piling up, and we are really feeling the world and the recession, and it's life is unapologetic. Life is relentless, and we're feeling all of it. That kind of change can be really hard. And the way that I've worked to those really hard seasons of change where it wasn't autumn leaves or baked apple pies or even beautiful Christmas decorations and trees is that I was able to thank God during those times because I had this piece that I had to connect to that God was building my character, that these really, really hard seasons, that God was still in control. Even though I didn't understand the circumstances and they were not changing, my confidence was not in my circumstances. My confidence wasn't in the change even. My confidence was in the creator. My confidence was in the creator who is in control. And when I leaned and I meditated and I spoke that truth to myself, I started to feel grateful. I started to have a fresh perspective of thankfulness, of gratefulness and humility because I knew that God was taking this really, really hard season of my life and building my character. He was making me stronger. He was building my faith. 
He was making my faith stronger. He was creating endurance. And these characteristics, these traits, this fruit, right? These things that we have to grow in can only come from those really painful processes. Because hold on, girl. I know you're loving today's episode. Before we jump back in, let's get real about something any of us face. Do those nagging self-doubts, imposter syndrome, the fear of rejection ever hold you back from being bold in your business, in your relationships, in the world, especially when you're aiming to align with your mission for Jesus? Well, here's the scoop. My Confidence Connection two-day virtual workshop is your compass to navigate those challenges. We're rolling up our sleeves to tackle imposter syndrome head on, kick the fear of rejection to the curb, empower you boldly to align your business with your mission for Christ. And we're not stopping there. In this workshop, I'll equip you with practical strategies. Silence those confidence killers. You'll walk away with actionable steps to conquer self-doubt, slay imposter syndrome, confidently shine your light for Jesus in your business and ultimately in your life. And the exciting part, when you're with me for both days, you could snag a bundle of confidence-boosting goodies, like my confidence code quiz, my ebook, Five Days to a More Confident You, a coffee on me, or a few, and a sweet discount code for our inner circle, and even more surprises. Don't wait another second. Visit ashleyhenriot.com workshop right now to secure your spot. Let's conquer those confidence killers and the challenges. Line your business with your mission and boldly shine your light for Jesus with practical strategies in hand. I'll even link it in the show notes for you. So don't forget to check that out after this episode. Those are what lead and connect us to our purpose. And it's necessary for where God's taking us. We sometimes think that when God changes our season or tells us to go somewhere, that it's going to be better, <laughs> that it's going to be more magical, and, and it's just going to feel amazing. And sometimes that does happen. But then there's other times where that change does not look like that at all. It's stripping. It's winter. It's cold. The trees are bare in your life. And I've learned in those really hard seasons, it's just preparing me for the good. It's preparing me for what God has truly created me to do. It's making me stronger to go into the dark places and not only heal from my past, but help others heal from theirs. To come with a fresh and humble perspective to bring other people out of their seasons of hell and difficult circumstances and bring them out to truly embrace the confidence that we have that is connected to Christ to build and walk in the character that God always designed for us to have. When it was summertime and the preschool I was teaching at was closing down, I decided to change things up in my house and start going through clothes and going through furniture and piling up my tiny Toyota Corolla with all of this stuff that I consider junk. And so I know that this one was like 100%. And so when I was going to donate my stuff at the surf store, I walk in and there he is. 
the dude that caught my eye. And he reaches out to me, okay? He reaches out to me. I think I played hard to get, but I definitely did not play hard to get. It was the man that I wanted. It was the man that caught my eye and my pastors loved him. And I felt amazing. Like it felt amazing to truly just embrace the season. But at the same time, I felt so scared. I felt so scared that my life that I had just got content in was changing, that I was liking someone that could be open me up vulnerably in places that I had not been open to in years. Those kind of instances, the things that I didn't have to deal with necessarily, I'm having to deal with because they're just coming out in this relationship. And it was really hard for me. It was extremely hard for me to even want to embrace that kind of change in this relationship because it required courting and moving from my apartment and moving into a house with somebody and living with somebody who had full access to me. It was necessary. And I resisted in the first years of our relationship and marriage to honestly embrace that kind of change because it was so scary to me. And because I resisted that change during those years, it just caused more issues for me, for my relationship, for my children, because it was God's destiny for us to be together. And we made we made sure of that, both of us. But I resisted it because it didn't feel familiar and it didn't feel good. And it left me in a very vulnerable place. But I learned as I started slowly and gradually accepting this kind of change and embracing that I could be open and and vulnerable and that I could trust this man because I was trusting God that lived, that he lived for, that it started to create this deeper confidence within me, not such a surface confidence, but a deeper confidence that no matter what, I can trust God with my heart, my whole heart. And that means the people that he brings into my life, I can trust them. But knowing that they're human and still knowing I will be okay. And I had to heal. I had to choose to embrace that vulnerability and choose to walk through the disappointment that somebody might leave me with. But I did that. And knowing that it was creating endurance inside of me that was healing me from a past of trauma that held me back from those kind of relationships because of past hurts. That God was restoring a heart that had been broken and giving me back a future that tried to get stolen from me, from my past. And so I I share that story because maybe you're walking through something similar. Maybe it's a relationship like me. Maybe it's a divorce. Maybe it's losing a child and they're painful and they're hard. And we can't always be like joyful, happy autumn leaves, Ashley, and apple pies. I want to remind you to look at this, not taking away from your pain or how hard it is, not trying to be in denial or stay positive, but to see that God is still in control and that he may not be doing something necessarily around you, but he is doing something within you. And that your pain will not be in vain. Your pain will only lead you closer to your purpose and to becoming the person that he always meant for you to be. So embrace change. Embrace the autumn leaves. Validate your emotions and feelings. 
but try to see the ride. You know, they tell you to enjoy the ride, right? It's not enjoyable. Roller coasters scare me now. And the older I get, the more scarier I get. <laughs> and my encouragement in that is maybe the ride is not enjoyable. It's extremely scary for you. But I do know that that roller coaster is not going to break. I do know that I'm not going to die of a roller coaster accident because God is not going to allow that to happen. It's not his will for me to die in a roller coaster. And that, though it's scary, gets me to the end of that ride where I can enjoy it maybe just a little bit and feel a little bit more braver after I get off. So embrace the ride even when it feels scary. I love you guys. And I really do hope and I believe that this was such a great kickoff to a new season of The Confidence Connection. And there's only more to come, only more episodes and amazing guests and just awesome, strong, powerful, practical messages that you can truly apply in your life now, no matter the season. But before you go, I want you to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and leave a rating and review. Help a girl out. Help another sister out. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the next listener that you can help. Send this episode to a friend that maybe is going through something hard. I can't wait to see you guys next Tuesday. Check out my confidence code quiz. What kind of confidence do you have to truly grow in the confidence that you have now? And also maybe grow in other areas of confidence that God wants to use for your calling. I love you guys. Enjoy your pumpkin spice and your fall leaves. I'll see you next Tuesday. As we wrap up another heart-to-heart episode of the Confidence Connection Podcast, remember, your connection with Christ isn't a lofty goal. It's your daily lifeline. If today's chat has you nodding in agreement, hallelujahs, and amens along with it, or maybe even chuckling, show us some love. Subscribe and leave a review. It's like a virtual high five. It helps us keep these conversations as down to earth and as relatable as your morning coffee. And speaking of practical strategy, conquering confidence killers, consider joining us at our Confidence Connection Workshop. We'll equip you with actionable steps to silence those confident crushing doubts, lay imposter syndrome, and confidently shine your light in your business. You're part of our incredible community now, and I'm here to uplift you and connect with you. Till our next aha moment together, stay real, stay faith-fueled, and always remember your confidence in Christ is the practical guide to a joyful and purpose-filled life. And you know, I'm a practical kind of girl. As we wrap up another heart-to-heart episode, the Confidence Connection Podcast. Remember, your connection with Christ isn't a lofty goal. It's your daily lifeline. If today's chat has you nodding in agreement, hallelujahs, and amens along with it, or maybe even chuckling, show us some love. Subscribe and leave a review. It's like a virtual high five. It helps us keep these conversations as down to earth and as relatable as your morning coffee. And speaking of practical strategies, conquering confidence killers, consider joining us at our Confidence Connection Workshop. We'll equip you with actionable steps to silence those confident crushing doubts, 
slay imposter syndrome, and confidently shine your light in your business. You're part of our incredible community now, and I'm here to uplift you and connect with you. Till our next aha moment together, stay real, stay faith-fueled, and always remember your confidence in Christ is the practical guide to a joyful and purpose-filled life.